Let's get ready to wrinkle! Howie, let him out. I'm excited. Howie's back. Yeah, Yeah. he came back. We we made him come back. (laughs) We forced him. You didn't like uh, pushing all the buttons on the board, huh? No, not really. Not so much. (laughs) No, I got this board. I don't need to be pushing buttons, all kinds of buttons on all kinds of boards. (laughs) That's all right. We got the little the old the old West style sawed off shotgun trained on him under the table, so he's not going anywhere. No, No. and if he tries to, he's going everywhere. Just a little insight there. Welcome, ladies and germs, to episode number forty eight. Of Fly Casual, your favorite off-the-chain Star Wars podcast. <laughs> That's what the kids say, right? Off-the-chain? Yeah, off, they used to. That's straight-up legit, yo. That's what my kid says. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mine, too. That's so strange. What are they teaching in daycare these days? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I'm your host, Mr. Corey T. Wilson. On my right, uh, slouched over his iPad all aglow, sporting his Fly Casual t-shirt, I know. Mr. Newly, Michael J. Archibald. Newly acquired, I might add, Yeah, from the uh, betterkind.com store. Yeah, the loot store. The loot store, man. Betterkind.com. Yeah, you got to get over there and uh, stock up on your own little yeah. stash. Get your man. own unintentionally distressed right. fly casual t-shirt. That's right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's upstairs. Pimp, pimp, pimp. Yeah, yeah. And then, of course, uh, next to him at Pseudo Master Control, we've we've taken the controls away from Howie and thrown them across the room. So while we're getting the studio back in order, yeah. So he's just taking on faith that the, everything's working. Correctly. I hope I push the record button. I think I've said that a number of times. Uh, yeah. What we should position a mirror on the ceiling over there, then we can see the red light flash. <laughs> Mr. Stephen J. Howie. Hello. Hi. Uh, hi. How's it going? It's going. Yeah. It's it's hot and it's steamy outside. Yeah. Winds yeah, blowing. Like storms the first are time brewing. this summer, at least in Indiana. Don't worry, it's going to pour down rain tonight. I want to say something to our uh, foreign correspondent. Oh, yes? Steve Potter in the UK? Yep. Steve Potter, foreign correspondent in the UK. I don't know. I don't really care if that gets old to anybody else. (laughs) It doesn't get old to me. I'm, I'm all about it. I wanted to say I apologize I wasn't here, but it's all Corey's fault. Yeah, no, probably. Yeah. I mean, odds are, yeah. <laughs> if there's a thing, it's probably my fault. Yeah, he put the Fourth of July on that weekend. I did, I did. What can mm. I they do? said, "When do you want July Fourth to fall this week, this year?" I went, eh, "The Fourth." Yeah. yeah, the one where Howie's not here. You know, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> like, wait, Howie, when are you going to be on the Fourth? Fourth is good. Let's do the Fourth. <laughs> and of course, across the pond and down a few is Mister Garrick, not Jay Hardy. I am Jack's encyclopedic knowledge of Star Wars. <laughs> wow. <laughs> How about that? All right. Yeah. I'm glad to I'm glad to know you then. Well, I'm gonna be leaning on you tonight then. <laughs> all right. <laughs> well, guess what? Don't put all your weight on Garrett, because we have another guest along with us this week. Wait, what? Yes, Ooh. right. Returning once again to the podcast, Ms. Amy Ratcliffe. Hi, everybody. Hello. Hi. Welcome Hi. back. Thanks for having me back. I'm glad I didn't screw up too badly last time. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not possible. No, yeah, it was, oh. it was, you should have heard all of the dude second guessing after you were gone. I was like, were we okay? Did we really like over, did we, did we overpressure? Cause we were still pretty green back then. Yeah. You know, now we're wizened sages of podcastery. Still doesn't stop us from ruining it though. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We just don't care anymore. That's what, that's the lesson learned. Just put it all out there. Hey, welcome back. I'm glad to have you considering you seem to be a considerable more distance away than you were before. 
aren't you? Uh, yes, yes. I just moved back to Los Angeles about a month ago. Wow. What, oh, boy. what dragged you all the way back out there from this gorgeous Midwest weather we're having? <laughs> uh, well, when you put it that way, um, I missed it. I L.A. became home to me. I used to live here. I lived here for like seven years, and mm. the pull was too strong. Yeah, yeah. So couldn't, re- back. couldn't readjust to the breakneck Cleveland speeds of things. No, it's too hard. Also cold. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that would be, yeah, that'd be Not a Midwest fan of. winter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a very cold winter and a strangely cold and wet summer so far. So you're missing out. But hey, you know, if you enjoy the, those mild climates without the humidity, I guess if that's your thing. You know. It's pretty good. It's pretty great right now. When we run out of water, uh, you know, I might not be so happy about my decision. But for now, it's good. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's that. Every time I see anything on on the internet, imager, what have you, where someone's wasting water in any way, or even a video of a of a of a sink, a bathroom sink running, there's always a top comment that's like, "As someone from California, stop! <laughs> Please stop." So. I had to drain part of my pool because it was too full. Yeah, yeah. Is that, I, does that help? Yeah. I mean, yeah. It helped. It'll make its way over there one way or another. That's yeah, how that's nature how, works. That's how the water cycle works. I yeah. that. The campground I came from is completely flooded right now <laughs> in a oh, lot wow. of areas. Yeah, thankfully not the site that we're on, but we saw some people coming in today going, hmm, how are we going to pull this, you know, 40-foot monstrosity in without burying ourselves? I thought I was going to have to push a guy out. Before I left today, there was a guy in a gigantic Dodge Ram beast of an animal, and he got in going down a hill in the mud and unhooked and then was trying to back up the hill and he was just spinning the wheels. And I was like, I'm going to have to push this guy. I don't want to push this guy. So I started like doing that, like awkward back away slowly, but kind of keep your eye on it in case he gets out and goes, someone help, you know. And then he finally remembered what first gear looks like and managed to make it out. So everything was fine. I didn't get muddy. I didn't get mud all over my Stormtrooper shirt. That's good. That's what's really important. Yeah. It would have been a sand trooper shirt then, right? (laughs) Or a mud trooper. (laughs) A swamp trooper, more like. Oh, there you go. Yeah, nailed it. So anyhow, uh, welcome along, everybody. Uh, You've tuned in for a news and toy report episode. And of course, we're also going to be talking about some other, oh, I don't know, interesting events that have happened over the course of the last week. What? Well, I don't know. I'm sure there's something we can drum up, but let's not, let's not waste any more time. Let's jump straight into news. What? Oh yeah. (laughs) You just do it for every song now, Garrick. It's always all. I know. I just feel the music. I just feel it. (laughs) (laughs) We had folks uh, asking us all this past week. Hey, you guys going to do a comic con recap? What are you guys going to do? So we were all like, nah, nah, not so much. Nah. Forget Comic Con. Did Comic-Con. that, was that, that even a, yeah, that was, that was a, a thing? Maybe. What? I don't know. <laughs> but guess what? There was somebody that was there. Amy, oh. you were actually at San Diego Comic Con, weren't you? I was, and man, it's hard to think. Like Comic Con, kind of like consumed my life for probably a solid like three weeks. Yeah. Did you come? So it's weird to be on the other side of it. I'm sure. Finally. Did you come down with any any version of the? The nerd flu or what? What the the? Con so, yeah, the con crud. The con crud. Or did, did you make it out unscathed? So far unscathed, which is remarkable because I'm so like my immune system is primed to be destroyed because <laughs> <laughs> I've not been eating well. I haven't been sleeping well. I've been stressed. Yeah. So I, it's oh, good yeah. that I avoided it because it probably would have knocked me down for a while. Oh, good. Hopefully you've got nothing doing the week long incubation. So uh, <laughs> I know. Let's hope I make it out. Yeah, you make it through the weekend. I think you're in the clear. The Midwest toughened you up a little bit. 
Right. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, maybe that was it. Every yeah. every seven years, just come back and take a short stint. Get that immune system <laughs> back Build up, up and running. Yeah, that back up. Exactly. So, uh, so tell, now you were not actually reporting on Star Wars at Comic Con. Is that correct? Uh, correct. Oh. I work for the outlet I work for. I mostly cover television for them. So okay. I was covering a lot of TV panels. So, what kind of stuff did you see that really that really uh, got you jazzed up? Oh boy. Well, walking around the exhibit hall, looking at all the Star Wars stuff down there was of course, you know, I had this great moment on, I think it was Saturday. Saturday was one of my long days covering panels and press lines. And I was exhausted and getting cranky, um, which is a great mood to go into the exhibit hall with. I don't, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't know if there's another way to go into the exhibit. Hall. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know why I did that. Come, but I went right to the Hasbro booth because I hadn't seen the toys they'd revealed yet. That, in, in, yeah. in really in all truth, that's what Garrick always does to make himself giddy and happy. It <laughs> just goes straight to the toy aisle. So yeah. Yes. So I went there and, I was ha- like, I was thrilled. Like I saw the black series of Soka, the black series Kanan, and I ran into, <sighs> yeah, <laughs> I ran into Steve Sansweet and we just ah. kind of heard it out. And then suddenly I'm like my mood, like just talking about star Wars and <laughs> seeing new stuff. It just, my mood improved like 1000%. Oh, nice. Absolutely. That's why we record on Friday nights because we get to the end of the work week and we're just, you know, ready to start like punching old ladies and things like that. <laughs> it has know, happened. Yelling at babies. And then we get together and talk Star Wars and we all skip away. <laughs> Refresh really for does. the new week. Yeah. It has, it so has that effect. Mm-hmm. So other than seeing that stuff, you know, I had a lot of fun covering, I love Supernatural. Yeah. So, and I covered that and their panel this year was one of the funniest panels I've ever been to. So that really? was a great time. <laughs> I had a great time interviewing those guys. They're always just ridiculous and fun. Cool. And surprisingly, I don't know if you guys have ever heard of the uh, the Shannara Chronicles. It's a book series by Terry Brooks. Oh, really? Hmm. Yeah, it's a fantasy series. And of all places, MTV is adapting it. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Mike, MTV is adapting a Terry Brooks series. (laughs) (laughs) If I I had a couch that sat lower to the ground, I would sit on that. (laughs) Right. My word. Yeah. Interesting. It doesn't seem. So when I got to sign that panel, I was like, well, we'll we'll see. And they show the first trailer and it's filmed in New Zealand. So it looks very... You know, oh, Lord yeah. of the Rings, Xena, Hercules, like good fantasy setting, like Prime. Right. That's you want to shoot a fantasy thing, you go to New Zealand, call right. it a day. Exactly. And it looks quite good. So that was a nice surprise. I know what I'll be doing on YouTube later. Yeah. Go <laughs> yeah. So those were kind of some highlights. Yeah. That's cool. That's really great. Um, so tell me, what was, what was the mood like overall at Comic Con this year? There were obviously some really huge franchises, Star Wars, showing up. <laughs> And not to mention, you know, all the DC movie stuff that's coming along. What was the what was the mood like uh, surrounding? I mean, I know obviously there's the greater philosophical debate about whether or not it's actually Comic Con anymore, and it is. But of course, you know, there's so much more now that's involved in Comic Con. It's just basically, I would say, a bastion of nerdery overall. So, what was the what was the mood like this year? Was it? I mean, you've been to Comic Con before. Uh, yeah, this is my tenth year. Holy cow! Wow. And a decade of cons right there. Yeah. Yeah. That'll make you feel old. Yeah. So (laughs) what was was it like this year compared to years past, given all the gigantic franchises that were dropping? You know, it was, it was more or less the same. People got in line earlier. I think the, the fact that star Wars was there on Friday made the hall H line. It was just this mythic. Everything (laughs) you hear about it is basically 100% true. Yeah. People, 
get in line super early. They sleep in line. They avoid. There was a problem this year with cockroaches running around. Like, <laughs> like my work. Okay, so are they like, real cockroaches or people dressed as cockroaches? <laughs> real ones. No, I don't <laughs> know which is worse. Could be. Yeah. Could I don't be. know which is worse. But so people like tough out like all these conditions, sleeping on the ground, cockroach yeah. invasion. Oh. So, you know all no. of that just to get in a panel room, and so many of them on Friday were there to see. There were other things in that panel room that day too. Game of Thrones was in there, Walking Dead. So, you oh, know, yeah. Oh, yeah. shows people have probably heard of. Yeah, a few. Yeah, one or two. A couple, <laughs> few people watch those. Yeah. But people stayed in there all day for Star Wars. And I, that, and then the concert that happened afterwards yeah. that I, yeah. I watched on social media with with joy for my friends and a little bit of hatred. Yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> I was right there. I couldn't I was see like, it. oh, so. And well, and somebody too, somebody DM'd me and he's like, are you going to the concert? And that's all he said. And I was busy and I replied a little later. I was like, oh, I didn't have a pass. He's like, oh, I had an extra one if I would have known. I'm like, oh, why didn't you mean with that? Never, never say <laughs> such a thing after the fact. Oh. Say, oh, but sorry, I ate it. It was already gone, you know. Something. I'm like, yeah. oh, but the mood, like that experience for people, it made people giddy. It made fans giddy. And I heard so many people talking about that concert Saturday through Sunday as a unique way to engage fans. That yeah. the Batman, yeah. well, and just as a, a little background on that, uh, describe what the concert was yeah, for our folks that are not familiar. to our, our, our people yet. Oh, sure. So yeah. at the end of the Star Wars panel that everybody, you know, Hall H, where the Star Wars panel was, holds 6,500 people. You know, a few. Just, a, you know, a couple friends. Yeah. And they announced at the end that they were giving everybody a pass to go to a concert of Star Wars music that happened just like if you go behind the convention center, there's like a little park and an amphitheater. So I think stormtroopers led the way and they escorted yeah. Wow. I feel like us, uh, most of those people went over. Yeah. Uh, at least, <laughs> yeah. you know, like, so it. like it took thousands of people over there. It took, yeah. I think, like an hour to a get them across. A surprise concert I, featuring the, it was a San Diego orchestra? Wasn't I, it? I think so. Yeah, I think so too. But and everybody got lightsabers, plastic lightsabers. Everybody got a lightsaber. You get a lightsaber. You get a lightsaber. <laughs> you get a lightsaber. Cool. Yeah. The cast came out too. on stage. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, my wow. gosh. Yeah, I watched a lot of footage of it <clears throat> after the fact, you know, just kind of skipping around from website to website, gobbling up the little snippets. And and yeah, it was really, 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 really obvious that the emotions were very charged in the fact that everybody attending was just like, wow, they they care about us. They, they we're, we're not just the fans that follow. We're the fans that are, as you said, engaged and uh it was really cool. Like when they announced, you know, Abrams have already what bought donuts for everybody in line or whatever. Yeah. 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 Which is reminiscent of the pizza that it, they had brought in back at celebration. But, uh, yeah. And then they surprised everybody. Oh, by the way, if you're not busy, we're, we're going to have a concert right now. Yeah. And in my mind <laughs> with fireworks. Yeah. It, yeah. With oh, fireworks at the end, fireworks. in my mind, they didn't actually go through a door in my mind. I decided what happened is that they blew a bunch of mini uh, detonate, detonated charges around and just knocked out a wall, and there was the concert. <laughs> there it is. That's that's <laughs> how I decided that it happened. <laughs> Let's go with that. that yeah, yeah, it's poetic. If it's nothing like else. the beginning of episode four when stormtroopers are coming in and Vader's like, "Come on, yeah, <laughs> follow me." Just like that. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, I think that was the mic drop of Comic Con, basically. <laughs> oh yeah, it really, really, really was, and not that I was looking for a mic drop. 
Well, a lot of people thought the mic drop was going to be the Star Wars panel itself because... Mm -hmm. Right. Well, and and of course, they dropped the big bomb. Harrison Ford showed up, right? I mean, (laughs) nobody was expecting that. No way he's going to show up. I love how the second question they ask after he comes out on stage is, how's the leg? (laughs) <laughs> not, not like how's the whole body because you know you crashed a plane yeah, you crashed a plane yeah right yeah how's that leg from before that and you I, know his answer I, I walked out here fine I walked out on stage using it yeah. now did you notice that his voice was not near as gravelly no I did, I, I mean, well yes I did notice that but you're right he sounded he sounded downright peppy he was turning it up for the fans he was in not nearly as curmudgeon as he as he he actually looked be. Like he was uh, surprised and happy that he was excited about doing Star Wars again, and that's definitely conveyed in the message yeah. that he gave. He could have been acting; panel. he is an actor. Yeah, but but it still <laughs> looked genuine. Well, let me let me ask or you guys this: I mean, was this is. was this um, a contractual obligation that he signed on for, or was this him actually coming out and and deciding last minute I'm going to come in and I'm going to do know. this? How many contractual obligations do you get out of Harrison Ford when you convince? Probably him to do a Star not many. Wars movie? Probably that's not many. True. And yeah, you know, JJ. I, yeah, he's. It's not like he's, I think what it probably was was a just let's stay quiet about it but then let's just nag him a lot at the last minute <laughs> let's talk about how great it's going to be and yeah. how much the fans would appreciate such a gesture because that is the truth of it he doesn't get in front of the camera he doesn't do that many interviews no. when he does he likes to be aloof it's fun for him right to act aloof in interviews and things like that so for him to come out and just be you know even if he was just you know sweetening his answers for the crowd the fact that he's doing that the fact yeah. that he's putting yeah, that foot right. forward right. it doesn't matter whether every word he's saying is 100% gospel truth. What matters is that he's making that gesture, yeah. which is huge. He seems sincere. The it fans did, loved it. it. I mean, it was it was a good time. Yeah. And he, of course, yeah. was the last. They brought everybody out in chunks. You know, at first we had J.J. Abrams, Kathleen Kennedy, right. and uh, Lawrence Kasdan. Right. And then they brought out like a new, chunk of the new cast. Yeah. They brought out another chunk of the new cast. Basically, the goodies, the baddies, and then the original, right. you know, as Mike likes to call it, the original threesome. <laughs> the threesome, yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, and, they, and they came out, but one at a time. Ew. <laughs> I know. Let's it's Mike. Call them the, let's call them the Trinity. Who cares about Batman? <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, it was it was really exciting. Of course, you know, it was last weekend, and I was at the, I was at the campground last weekend as well because, you know, that's all I do ever. And uh, and I was on this like horrible Wi-Fi connection, you know, trying to share internet with a hundred hundreds of other people, and uh, watching snippets of this video because there was no way I was going to load the whole panel. Yeah, you know, over over this connection, and I'm just like going, oh no, they skipped something. What did they say? I want to go back. I want to go back. What did they say? <laughs> yeah. So as soon as I got home, of course, I'm going back and just pouring through everything yeah. days after the fact. While well, you guys, I'm trying not to read all of your text messages, just <laughs> yeah. lighting up every detail. Yeah. So, what did you guys pull? What was the highlight? I mean, let's go around the uh, the the room, quotey fingers. What was what out of that panel? What did you guys come away with? Just blown away, if anything. I guess for me, it was just the appearance of Harrison Ford. I just I didn't in a million years think that he would show up. Yeah, and and just I don't know, like like you were kind of describing. I mean, just the what seemed to be genuine excitement on his face, and I don't know, just coming out and, you know, kissing Carrie and sitting next to, you know, Mark, it just, I don't know, it just felt right to yeah. me. So, that was cool. That, I mean, all the other stuff, all the, you know, talking and the characters and all the reveals and stuff that we, you know, with the other, you know, um, panel members and, and the cast, that's cool, but just seeing those three together, man, just does something for me. Mm-hmm. It really does. Yep, holding hands, getting along. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's something I really enjoyed. There's a lot of things I enjoy, but something that I want to bring up here is I really appreciated 
uh, Gwendolyn Christie's like enthusiasm. Yeah. Yeah. She seemed really. Yeah. 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 I, I just like, yeah, she's a huge fan and she seems honored to be a part of this. And the enthusiasm of the fans in response to her. Yeah. yeah. Because everyone just absolutely adores her via Game of Thrones. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And for her to be in, it, it's funny because, you know, you got to think given her physicality, you know, being as extraordinarily tall and broad shouldered as she is, there's not a lot of roles out there that you can just plug and play her in without making some sort of accommodation for right. her physical presence. Right. And yet, here she's found two right on right. top of each other of yeah. some of the biggest possible yeah, yeah two of the huge hugest franchises one right on the other to nerdery, the point where right. yeah like she will she could retire after this and just surf the con circuit for the rest of her life <laughs> right. and people will absolutely adore her forever yeah. maybe well, she'll she's be in also the third. going to be in Mockingjay part two yes yeah, yeah. Oh. are you kidding me oh yeah yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. I had <laughs> no idea yes. yeah, no she she is the hot ticket yeah, right now hot quantity we, we thought we thought cucumber cool. patch was the cool thing last year yeah and, yeah. and Gwendolyn Christie who <laughs> Who may or not have you may not may actually have taken over the role intended for him. <laughs> That's true. Which was a rumor yes. that we discussed That's it. Right. Age, we discussed right. ages ago. Yeah. And so yeah, I guess that makes sense. It just floods in the, the river. You know, changes direction. <laughs> the, another thing I wanted to uh, uh, bring up is they announced every character's first. In, um, what was it specifically? When they got to Ray, they just kind of said, "Hey, here's uh, Daisy Ridley." Oh, really? They were announcing everybody by character name, but except her. More or less. Yeah. They didn't really specifically call her out in her character name. Really? I guess I missed that. Mm. Need to go back, watch again. Mm. (laughs) Indeed. What does it mean? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe Amy could shed some light on everything for us, right? (laughs) Cricket's chirping. I guess not. (laughs) She's like, what are you talking about? I have an embarrassing confession to make. What's that? Well, it's not really embarrassing. It just is what it is. My (laughs) week has been so busy post Comic-Con. Yeah like just a lot of 12 hour days. Like I just got caught up sort of yesterday. So I haven't had, I haven't been able to watch the whole panel yet. Oh yeah. That's well, all right. No. Yeah. yeah. The good thing about that is that you can still watch it. That's right. Oh yeah. That's on my list for there. this weekend. Absolutely. I'm going to pour a cup too. of coffee. Okay, Garrick, you realize the types of confessions we're doing right <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah, right. right. I, Tread lightly, <laughs> my friend. I didn't, I didn't watch it either. <laughs> you didn't watch the whole panel? I just watched the uh, you watched the the, the cut video. one. Oh, you just yeah. you just watched behind the scenes video. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna make a confession. Uh, I'm shocked by what Garrick just said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I am too, actually. Because Jeez. he didn't yeah. say anything about yeah, twelve I, hour days. I, like I watched it like that morning when I woke up and I saw. I'm like, I gotta watch this. Yeah, I was excited. I was days late. I was days late, and it hurt. Oh, it hurt. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, but I definitely want to go back and watch again. Garrick, was there anything? Oh, wait. No, I guess. The- <laughs> Not Garrick. Yeah. The, the video. Wah, wah. The little. Right. Whatever. What is that called? That. that uh not a behind teaser. The, scenes, the behind the scenes video. Behind the scenes video. And then we haven't mentioned that until this point. Has everybody watched the behind the scenes video? Amy, have you seen that one? Yeah, I made that a priority. But <laughs> yeah, it had to be. Yeah, right. I got back to the hotel room like with a decent signal on Friday night. I'm like, this is what we're doing. All right. And then I, cr- I, wanna, I cried. Then and you cried, was- yes. Like oh, the rest of question. us. That was my next oh, question. Man. I want honest answers. Yeah. <laughs> I want honest answers. How much, not did you cry, how much did your tear ducts engage? <laughs> See, I had no All the way, part I of had the way. no tears actually crest over and give to gravity down my face, but I felt a slight yes. tingly welling. Yeah. You know, the moment Mark Hamill started talking. Yeah, it was because he's done. He's done all the 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 documentary stuff in the past. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, to hear his voice. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah. Out out of the gates. So what was your favorite part 
of the uh, of the behind the scenes video. Which, if if listeners have not seen the behind the scenes, uh, go out, get on the YouTube and Google. You know, Star Wars Comic Con 2015 behind the scenes. Yeah, you can also go to betterkind.com. We have the video posted to our show notes. It's only a few minutes long, but it's a very, very well cut, well edited, well scored mm, video. Yeah, yeah. Very yeah. powerfully scored video, I would actually say. So well, that's well, not hard with Star Wars music. So well, but it was it fit so perfectly. It, it would appear that they scored specifically for this oh, yeah. video. Oh, Either yeah. that, or they took a piece of score and they cut specifically to the score. Who knows? Yeah. But, wow, it was done very, very, yeah. very well. Um, a lot of comments made throughout about from various actors that, you know, I, I think Pete, Peter Mayhew at one point was like, it's, you know, it's just like the old days. We're, we're going back to, you know, the practical effects and, mm-hmm. and the costumes and everything else. And there just seemed to be a genuine excitement about it. And and uh, the Mark Hamill thing at the beginning, you know, when he's talking and he's like, what, what his comment was something to the effect of, it's you know, the it's the same. Nothing's the same, but it's all the same. You yeah, know, that was, and it, and that's exactly what you want to hear. <laughs> right? yeah. That's exactly yeah. what you're, everything's different, but it's all the same. So, yeah. oh, yeah. I, what I, about other people's opinion? Mine, I think for me, who there's a lot of moments. I, honestly, I already really hit on it pretty hard. The music yeah, for me is what really felt good because. It was new-ish with hints of, you know, hints in, in small sections of the reminiscent music, but the whole thing had the right feel to it, mm-hmm. despite being overall a new, you know, composition. Yeah. And that's been a sticking point for me in episodes past where I'm going, the prequels took a lot of major departures music-wise, and I want the sequels to be a lot more thematically true yeah. right, to the original trilogy. Right. And I felt just from this cut video, seems like it will be right. If that felt that way, so I'm I'm more hopeful on the on that. Yeah, part. cross the fingers. Well, actually, I'm not 100 percent positive the music used in the real was John Williams' music. Oh, really? And and I wondered if that was. I wondered if that might be the case because there are some other people who are exceptional. I mean, we've had video games and things like that that have had wonderful music that was not written by John Williams. Yeah, uh, it looks like because I think they talked about it in Full of Sith last weekend and oh, I really? I was not there, but it looks like a listener dug up something and I'm not listening. This, this might not be true. I think it is, though, because I can't listen while we're talking, but it's from <laughs> In the Shadow in the Shadow of the Moon soundtrack, which was a Ron Howard movie. Oh, composed wow. by Philip right. Shepard. That actually, you know what? That kind of like really strong emotional string at the beginning of the mm-hmm. of the video. It does seem like a Ron Howard, yeah, type movie. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know if Ron Howard goes to the same uh, composers a lot, but uh, I'm actually I'm trying to I'm trying to flip through the annals. He's had a lot of. Uh, <laughs> was it James Horner that did uh, a lot Phillip of Shepard. Philip Shepard? Oh, well, Philip Shepard did that, but. I think historically he did a lot of James. He worked with James Horner a lot, like Cocoon and things like that. I'm going way, way, way back. Is James Horner the one that just passed away a couple months ago in a a plane crash? Yeah, that sucks so bad. Uh, Did you? Yeah. Can I do a complete side note? We, you know, I don't do a complete mental break usually these days. Break. (laughs) But uh, I was just listening to NPR on the way back from the campground to record this podcast, and I was hearing the uh, he's filmmaker. Oh, criminy. He uh, is the director that they just finished up uh, 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 Southpaw with Jake Gyllenhaal. Okay. Yeah. Right. I can't remember the guy's name. I can never remember his name, but he was talking about how he went to, he went to James Horner uh, and they showed him a cut of the movie that was not, you know, that was not scored. And James Horner said, I want to do that. And he goes, Oh, well I can't, we'd have no budget. I can't afford it. And James Horner goes, no, I got it. (laughs) 
he he scored oh. it. He scored it and paid out of his own pocket, his people, his orchestra. Wow. To score the movie. Wow. And now, see, here's the thing. Are you ready? He's got another movie coming out. And James Horner, and it's a remake of The Magnificent Seven. Okay. And James uh, Horner he, read the script and wrote wrote the score for him before the plane crash. He didn't even know. Well, After he his died. Name's, uh, his name's Antoine Fuqua. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, saying that you. right. I might uh, be mispronouncing it. And that. he didn't even know that James Horner had done this. And after he passed away, uh, his people came down and met with him. I think he lives like wow. Baton Rouge or somewhere. And and said, oh, by the way, before he died, he wrote the, the score for wow. your next movie <laughs> from reading the that's, script. Here you go. That's pretty powerful right <laughs> wow. there. James Horner. Wow. We obviously, on a Star Wars podcast, we have a lot of love and like a lot of you know very nuanced debate over John Williams and, and a lot of things. And we love John Williams. But... Wow, James Horner. Yeah. Good, yes. good, good, good stuff. So a lot of Star Trek movies. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, Indeed. Anyhow, sorry, I had to digress because, <laughs> you know, when I listened to that, t- I was grinning ear to ear listening to this story. I'm like, it was on like all things considered on NPR. Yeah, right. And I was just like, holy cow, <laughs> cool. that's really powerful stuff. So cool. anyway, that aside. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, what else? Uh, do we have anything else that we want to talk about out of that behind the scenes Do we get video? Garrick and Amy's... Uh- Possibly the, the video. Yeah. What do you guys think? Go ahead, Amy. Well, I don't know. It's hard to pick a favorite part, but I, I know that when I, I'm an emotional person anyway, by the time I watched this video on Friday, it had been a very long day and not a lot of sleep, which was the theme mm-hmm. at Comic-Con. Mm-hmm. And as soon as JJ said, this was our, you know, this is the first day on yeah. episode, whatever, whatever he said in that yeah. little like pep talk, yeah. like oh, that yeah. first thing, I just like, this is, Almost more than my heart can handle. So right, <laughs> and the really- there, there were tears after that. <laughs> yeah. Streaming? Were they streaming or just kind of drizzling? They were dris- They were trickling down. Trickling, oh, trickling. That's fair. Trickling That's fair. Down. You know, there was another cool moment to kind of go along with that during the panel when you know when Kathleen Kennedy turned to. Well, I, I think that Chris Hardwick, of course, moderating the panel, directed a question at. Um, Kathleen Kennedy, I think maybe she turned and said to JJ, or maybe Chris, I don't know, it doesn't matter, but said, what is it like for you to be working on this or be working with, you know, Lawrence Kasdan on this? And he goes, I'm directing a Star Wars movie. That makes no sense. <laughs> like, and, and just kind of like appreciating the 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 weight of it all and yeah. just turning to the crowd and he goes, seriously, you guys, this makes no sense that I'm doing this. And I'm like, I love seeing the piety. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I love seeing someone who's, and we've we've had a we've had a good amount of faith that he is approaching it this way. I mean, and it is evidenced by all the wonderful details we've seen so far. But just seeing him just go, what a thing! Yeah, wow, right. what a thing! Right, you know, right, yeah. Those are that's a great moment. Yeah, I think there was a couple of uh, from your from your favorite actor, Greg Gugugugu, who is JJ's best friend. That's my pet name for Greg Grunberg, Amy. Ah, okay. I kind of forgot Cor- he was. Uh, I couldn't remember yeah. his last name Corey's, one time when I was off on a tirade. Corey's not a big fan, but anyway, historically, he's, he is the uh, he is the uh, the the best friend of J.J. Abrams, and I think in one of his recent articles, he mentioned that you know that he was hanging out on set on on a couple of days, and you know J.J. get up and say, "Okay, cut," and then he turned around, and he's like. <laughs> I just said cut on a star, you know. Yeah. He's just he was just so appreciative of of the fact that I'm sitting here. I you know I watched this when I was a kid, you know, yeah. and here I am doing this. So yeah. it's just it's neat to see. You know, you're right. The enthusiasm from all these, you know, from the the young actors and the appreciation, and to all the way up to JJ and and Kathleen Kennedy. It's just it's good but yet, stuff. He still has the professionalism. Oh yeah. To, to look oh, yeah. at it, as, he runs a tight ship. Well, yeah. <laughs> he yeah. still does. Yeah. yeah. 
And that, that it takes a special kind of person to be in wonderment and in charge at the same time. Yeah. So yeah, what about what about like you, Garrett? Combo. Yeah. What uh, what stood out? Uh, what stood out to me is just the actors, like how they were smiling. They they were they were <laughs> yeah. as excited as we oh, were. Man. And and just the and I and I can you can tell from the previews that uh, Finn and Ray, you know Daisy Ridley and John Boyega's characters are probably going to have a lot of chemistry together. Right. And it looks like that is happening off and on the screen. You know, outside of this uh, yeah. little clip happened at Comic-Con. You know, they were taking pictures together. And it's really cool to see that happen. Right. Just like yeah. that. Because right. I think that's going to be reflected in on the screen. final product. Right. Yeah, right. I agree. And just like how uh, Simon Pegg was in, I guess, some sort of alien suit getting <laughs> right. all giddy. Just yeah. <laughs> I guess that pretty much... Yeah. Yeah. He's, yeah. Willing pretty to, much as the, he's willing to sweat to death, suffer yeah. heat stroke for Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, the air exactly. pumped into and, a suit. And the, yeah. And the you know the the things they're putting up with like they're filming in the desert and everyone's just happy yeah, and right just yeah. John Boyega is wearing long pants a long sleeve shirt and a jacket <laughs> yeah and yeah. sweating his butt off just and just thrilled to be miserable <laughs> yeah and just smiling and ear to ear there's a uh, like clip summer where camp. Uh, Daisy Ridley's climbing those stairs to get into that mock I guess oh, oh that's or, my or, other yeah. thing that I loved it's, in that video. And she's just got she she looks kind of nervous, but then she gets this like huge grin on her face. It's a like nervous she, oh, gigantic yeah. grin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and, and for you in there. for for yeah. listeners who haven't who haven't seen the video yet, and even for those you have, uh, there, what are you doing if you haven't seen the video yet? This is one of the things that also got me really excited in the video was that she's climbing up these stairs, which I think we've seen a still image of a picture of her climbing these stairs before. I think, and then we're like, what's she climbing into? And you realize, oh, she's climbing into a Falcon cockpit on a lot, and then the cockpit is this on this big crane it's swinging around she's piloting the falcon and it's actually it's not just sitting there it's swinging around and they're filming it and i'm like holy crap i want to ride on that (laughs) (laughs) you guys notice i I noticed on like club jade that that scene that they showed where she's in the cockpit there are imax cameras there yes and we know two of them and that's the only they said at one point they only shot one thing in IMAX, and I think it was the Millennium Falcon shot we see in the first teaser. Yep. Yeah. Which, if that's true, that means she's flying it or she's in it. Like that was just cool to me. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I uh, I'm really excited to see what comes out of I, I, all that. Oh yeah. One more thing. I just love the uh, mask of the familiar characters that we've seen. Like they think they had a Nian Yub or maybe yeah. some. Yeah. Oh else. yeah. Some. Yeah. Very, yeah. I mean, we see, uh, we see uh, Mon Cal. Akbar mm-hmm. possibly. Yeah. Theory, yeah so. could possibly, uh, Admiral Akbar, which we've been hearing lots of rumors is in the movie. And then, uh, and yeah, Nian Yub possibly a Celestin and a Mon Cal basically. I can't remember yeah, the detail on those. Yeah. Masks. Oh yeah. 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 Spot on. Gorgeous. Yeah. Just, and I wanted to you, see them moving. Oh, I wanted to see the movie. One of you guys, I think we were, were texting back and forth too. I mean, just down to the stormtrooper who had the real flamethrower. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, oh, oh my was, gosh. Was, let me see. Who would get excited <laughs> about a flamethrower in this group? Uh, it was Garrick. Garrick, yes. I know. Garrick. That's what I figured. That was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I, and, and I, turned to a, I actually turned it to my wife and I said, this is what makes Garrick happy. And she goes, yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> <laughs> and, and one other thing, our, our first glimpse at Carrie Fisher, finally. Right? Yeah, oh, other than right. the, the leaked picture that came right. out. We saw a video of her like giving JJ sort of a happy little. You're doing a great job. She practically <laughs> she was. His I think she put, yeah put her hands up on his cheeks and yeah, yeah. and uh, wearing the outfit from the leaked photo that we've seen previously yeah, right. and that we have you know 95 percent certainty identified from the second teaser where you know handing the lightsaber or re- yes. handing or receiving the lightsaber whatever right uh, being also that same outfit so yeah all of that you know a lot of little details like that came about through that video so yeah get out and watch that. Uh, as soon as you possibly can. 
So we've got a lot of other news to cover, but before we do, uh, Amy, I want to ask you, you know, you were not able to do a lot of Star Wars stuff at Comic-Con, but you're still writing Star Wars. You're writing for Star Wars Insider, correct? Yes. Yeah. Tell us, about, tell us about what you're doing uh, over there right now. Uh, well, there's actually a new issue that just got to subscribers. I believe it's 159. And I have an interview with Ashley Eckstein about Rebels. Oh, cool. Uh, and for, that's cool. So the unfortunate part is the interview happened before the premiere. So it's still interesting, but there's, I didn't get a chance to talk to her about what happened in the season two premiere. Right. And there's also an interview with the guys at Innovos who are, they have a license to make the replica Star Wars costumes. And they're the ones who made the first order troopers that appeared on the panel. Oh, wow. Uh, wow. The first, the Force Awakens panel celebration. Yeah. So I have an interview with those guys in that. And I think there's something about the rebels, like like premiere and panel that was at, I haven't actually seen the issue yet, but I'm pretty sure that's in there from celebration. Okay. So in short, I have a few articles in the current issue of insider. Yeah. You know, and there are a lot of other awesome things in it too. So you should go buy it. Yes, absolutely. Uh, definitely encourage our listeners to do that as well. Um, I, I, I just right now is, is such a crazy time. Cause I don't know what I really expected at this point. You know, I think we, we theorized months ago that once we hit summer, it was going to be kind of like a lag. Like we'd have, we'd have rebels sure. coming along right. and we'd be talking more about rebels and we'd have some more comics hitting the streets, which we will be uh, reviewing the first issue of Lando in the next episode. Yes. Uh, but I mean, I don't think we expected to be this excited about movie details at this point. I think yeah. we thought it was going to slow down to a trailer well, or, it, you know, JJ's doing this a bit different than he's done movies in the past. He's, yeah. He's still being secretive about things, but yet he's realizing that he is, needing to give fans some some uh some meat to chew well, you on. know if you're gonna work with lions you gotta feed them yeah. <laughs> otherwise they're gonna try to eat you well, when you climb in the he's, cage. he's doing such a great job just yeah. all the little things that he's doing it's amazing well i i hate to say it um because i don't want to don't i don't, don't. want to step on the star trek fans but i mean star trek is one thing but star wars i'm sorry it's just something else it's just i mean it's a part of the lexicon it's part of the culture it's just you know, I, I don't know. It's just part of everyday life. You so know? you're saying the difference between a Star Trek fan, ex- exclusively Star Trek fan, <laughs> and an exclusively Star Wars fan, neither of which am I. I like both. Mm-hmm. But you're saying that the difference between those two theoretical individuals no, no, would no. be that Star Trek fans... Yes, I'm going to say this. <laughs> that you're saying that Star Trek fans are more pious and accepting, and Star Wars fans are more ravenous. Uh, perhaps, yeah. I guess. Yeah, I don't know. I, <laughs> I just think it's just poor, more... More ingrained in all of us. It's Again, just, Mike, Mike's Twitter handle is now. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. So, okay, well, let's move into some of our other news. Uh, we're going to assume that most people that have li- are listening have been following the blogs and stuff and, and reading about Comic-Con. So we and could obviously Twitter. spin our wheels for a long time. What? And they're following our Twitter. Obviously, course, you're following uh, our Twitter at FlyCasual1138 to get all of that up-to-the-minute news and meaty goodness. But, um, but we have a lot of other stuff to talk about. So why don't we just go ahead and step ahead? Let's do it. All right. Hey, guys, Amy Schumer in the news this week. Amy, what does uh, Amy Schumer uh-oh. have to do with Star Wars? <laughs> who's Amy uh-oh. Schumer? Amy yeah, who Schumer is Amy Schumer? Is a, is a, is a brilliant comedian uh, who's got her own show on Comedy Central. The first time I saw her was on Last Comic Standing yep. a long yep. time ago. I saw her on that. And, uh, and she has got a sketch comedy show yeah. uh, inside Amy Schumer on Comedy Central, which I was very cold to for a while until I saw her 12 Angry Men. Mm. 
satire yeah yeah called 12 angry men inside amy schumer take that however you will <laughs> give a give a brief synopsis of that because that is brilliant uh, it's you know it's funny because it oh, can be very maybe you better not it could be very <laughs> it could be very polarizing i'm definitely not going to quote it much it's hilarious okay okay i'm not gonna amy have you seen this at all i have and it's pretty fabulous yes See, <laughs> thank you everything's thank you. fine so basically the the whole premise is basically that she's on trial amy schumer is on trial for whether she is attractive enough to have her own sh- to be on television which is kind of a thing because you know she is a very she's very beautiful she's she's very attractive but she's not conventionally perhaps so you might say well, for a lot of the other individuals on television in media in, supposedly, in media I yeah guess. right but she's also it, she's also kind of brilliant. Yes. And I don't think I understood that until I watched this episode because it was also a beautiful cinematic remake or satire of 12 Angry Men, the black and white movie. You know, I think who was in that? Uh, Peter Fonda Jeff or Henry Fonda? Yeah. I can't, right. A Fonda. Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Goldblum was in the episode. That oh, was the thing. Oh, oh. They, uh, they, you know, they, it was all black and white. And of course, it had some very, like, very austere lighting to it and the camera and the music like it and it was the entire episode you cut the commercial come back and it's still going, <laughs> they're, going they're still debating and they're debating there it's a jury that is deliberated and it's 12 men <laughs> and basically 11 of them are like no she's not hot enough but one guy's like yeah she is and so then it becomes a 21 minute long or a 22 minute long everyone arguing and debating over whether or not she's attractive <laughs> And it is, let's just say, it's, I think it's obviously not family friendly. <laughs> no, that would be a fair no, assessment. No. Uh, yeah, but yeah, to, 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 but uh, yeah, Jeff Goldblum, Paul Giamatti. I mean, it's just, there's a, there's some powerhouses in there. You know, uh, Camille Nunjani, I think I said that right. You know, he's on uh, everything now. Yeah. Man, he's Dennis on Silicon. Quaid. Did you, you said Dennis Quaid, right? I didn't say Dennis Quaid, but yeah, Dennis Quaid is in the beginning <laughs> and end of it. And it's just like, what on earth? How did you get all of these, you know, the, but you're, we're seeing this more in media where a lot sure. of the heavy hitters go, yeah, I'll come be on your sketch comedy right. show for fun. Right. That's cool. Which is really great. And yeah, it was so just such a beautiful so what satire. Is, what does she have to do with Star Wars? Well, That's a very Amy has just landed the cover of GQ magazine, okay? Yeah. And uh, they very, gave her very a, prominent Star Wars publication. <laughs> Very prominent, yes. Like Vanity well, Fair, right? Not, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> not so much, but she uh, she landed the cover and uh, has uh, apparently was given a lot of creative control as to what she was going to be able to do, and she chose to do a, I don't know, kind of a Star Wars-themed she dress, Did she dress up as a stormtrooper? Uh, it was not a stormtrooper. <laughs> Monkey lizard? Not a monkey lizard. Did she dress up as Admiral Ozzel? It was not Admiral. These are all Ooh. missed opportunities. <laughs> um, yeah, Slave Leia. I'm thinking. Oh heavens! Is, oh oh! oh. Yeah. On the cover so, of GQ. <laughs> yeah, right. Scantily clad. So yeah, kind of, kind of, uh, yeah, a little, little racy, a little over the top. Which is again, uh, some, it's right in her wheelhouse. It to is. just kind of like it, she's not pushing an envelope. She's addressing something, but in a very. I don't know. I don't want to call it acceptable. It's, it, it, it can spark discussion. We'll put it that way. But it's also just very goofy. <laughs> We're She's very, very it. goofy. <laughs> yeah, right. So what was she doing? Was she I, just kind of like laying there, well, laissez-faire? Nah. Was she <laughs> I mean, chained there to was a, a hut? There was a whole spread. The the 
at least the cover that I'm seeing, I think there was a couple of different covers. The one, I, the one we're looking at here um, has her in the uh, Leia metal bikini uh, on the cover, and C-3PO is there, and she's actually um, kind of sucking on his finger. Was so there just, like, did he have cake what? on his finger? Did he <laughs> that's, actually, what, that's what it was. Did she he get maple syrup on there? Because yeah, yes, I would right, do that right. for a friend. <laughs> is it some sort of dispenser, his finger? Is you know what? We've something? never addressed that. Yeah. It's entirely possible. Oh, you've still got a little oil bath on there. Don't worry. It's canola. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And there's, yeah, a couple. I think there's a, another photo of her in bed with R2-D2 and C-3PO. And yeah. she's, she's. I don't know. We we, we kind of use the, the term tweak in the nip once in a while. And she was kind of. Un- unfortunately. Was, <laughs> she was tweaking R2 a little bit there. Oh, really? So, yeah. That picture I did not zoom in oh, close yeah. enough to see oh, on yeah. my phone. <laughs> Apparently. She was, uh, yeah, she was uh, fondling his, um, I don't know, his restraining bolt. His, oh, yeah, really? Right? Yeah. yeah. Wow. <laughs> so, so I don't know, restraining man. Restraining bolt, that's yeah. bondage. That counts. Is that it? Well, I guess, yeah, I guess I you're right. So. I guess you're right. So, and I don't then, know. Of course, don't forget so, the fact that she was also, with the one that I was scientifically baffled by, uh, the fact that she was filleting a lightsaber. Oh, which yeah. it just sounds really dangerous I, to me. I, I'm sorry. Mm. At some point, <laughs> right. at some point, it's not worth, you know, giving yourself a, a half two face, <laughs> you know. So I don't know. I, well, I, 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 I didn't know how to take this personally. I mean, I, I, I get her and I get her, her sense of humor. But um, I don't know. When I read the article about this, it was it was on CNN. They were reporting this and and uh, read read up on it a little bit. And they're like, oh, well, this was kind of a tribute to to the force awakens in episode seven. And, you know, I was just thinking, I was like, was well, I'm, I'm not sure it's really a tribute. I think I'm not sure why she chose it. Um, I would say at the absolute worst, she's seizing the opportunity where right now it's, sure. it's the Very hot popular. item. Right. And she's, she's so brilliant. She's, on she's, her not, part. Yeah, she's not dumb. Right. <laughs> We've established that right. she knows what she's doing. So I don't know if there has to be a deeper meaning than that. Well, just, they, you know, they, Hey, this is what people are goofing well, on right now. Right. So that's what I'm going to goof on. And I don't know if it's so much her call as because it's GQs and if GQ, I mean, Star Wars is popular, that's going to sell covers. Yeah, That's sure. going to sell magazines. Yeah. And if yeah. she did have so, as much creative control as was implied, right. then it's entirely possible that when she brought that up or they brought that up, they all just went, yeah, oh, high yeah. fives, high yeah, fives. Yeah, there we go. Exactly. Yeah. That's it. Let's so, do it. So, yeah, I mean, but I don't know what me, you're used to let, seeing. I was going to say, let me ask you guys <laughs> this, because I'll tell you what, when, when, when Lucasfilm was under the tutelage of George Lucas... This kind of thing. I'm not sure we would have seen this kind of thing under him. Would you know, we? I was really surprised when they even brought in Robot Chicken and gave them, well, you know, brought in Seth right, Green right. and gave yeah. them carte blanche. And got, I was like, really? That's kind of surprising to me. Yeah. Does he? Does, now, that is he was familiar? toward the end, though. That was toward the end. It was for it most was. of, of well, George Lucas's tenure. Yeah, it we were a little more clamped down. Go ahead, Amy. I'm sorry. I'll say just specifically Lucasfilm said they did not approve this. Okay. This was so, not. They were. Oh, okay. I, they I had not, heavily I did not implied know they they did not approve it, but they heavily implied they were not pleased with it. Despite the fact Ooh. that it is very a very high quality shoot with you yeah. know it doesn't look you know we're not looking at cheap knockoffs or anything like that that they didn't approve. Well, I that's wonder, surprising. I wonder because, if they're I mean, upset by it. Yeah, I was going to say that's surprising because I mean that's clearly see through. I mean it's not like. It's not like it was a parody where they, it kind of looks like it, but it's not. No, no, it was really, it really, was it was dead on. Good. Yeah, it was very, very was really, good. It was really Anthony Daniels in there because you know C-3PO <laughs> doesn't do anything like, without Anthony Daniels. That's right. Daniels. Yeah, it's yeah. only only Anthony Daniels. He's, his, his, right. his, most of his sensory organs are in his finger. So. <laughs> it's birth defect. I'm not going to wow. go any deeper than that. I'm just going to leave it right there. What else is going on in news, Mike? Chewbacca. Yeah. 
Oh, is in the news. He is. She's, he's getting his own comic. Did you guys hear this? Is it in Sherwood? <laughs> um, yeah. That, I think that's the question everybody's asking. It's, it's, every speech bubble just says roar, <laughs> and then smaller letters roar. Well, as as comic fans know, Marvel has started releasing. We've got we've got the Star Wars main title. Yeah. We got mm-hmm. uh, the Vader title, which is both of those are hugely popular. Yeah. yeah. Um, the Kanan title. I think all three of those are ongoing. Uh, uh-huh. We just wrapped up the Princess Leia. Yeah, um, uh-huh. it was a what seven, five or seven five. part series, five five, so, five part series, and uh, we just started Lando. Lando's yeah, got his own, and his, that's a limited, right, Garrick? Yep, right. Yeah, but so, it's a five issue so far. But right. if you keep buying it, maybe it'll make that's more. Right. That's right. I bought right. it. So now Chewie, Chewie has joined the fold here. Yeah. So, I'm, so the whole thing's just going to be like the first 15 minutes of the holiday special, That's right? what I thought. I was just like, it's just roaring. It's and- just roaring, and you're like, I, okay, she's, sh- she's stirring some batter or something. I don't know what. She's really angry at Harvey Corman right now. Yeah. Now, now Mike, you're, you're kind of getting my wheelhouse here. So let me, I don't know if you have this on your notes, but MTV actually did an interview with Jerry Duggan. Yes, right. Go ahead, please. Step okay. In. Yeah, Does I was, he have I any relation gonna... to Hacksaw Jim Duggan? It's important. Asking for a friend. It, it could be. Okay, good. I don't know. But he said they are not going to do subtitles, and he's they're basically going to rely on the art of Phil Noto, who's the penciler. Yes, on. that is the right way yes. to do it. So, yeah, and I've some of his work. He's Deadpool, done the Black right? Widow series, the Marvel Black Widow series, and his work is it's it's not photorealistic. It's kind of like a 1950s ish uh, pinup girl type art interesting like you put it see on the side of a plane or something that's the closest i can think yeah it's very heavy pencils but uh like colored pencil look you know they're not putting those on planes anymore right gary what yeah nah, went out of style <laughs> dang it yeah <laughs> but it's kind of cool how they're coming out with a comic that's going to be heavily relied on the art and that's... i love comic series like that yes yes where where the art can almost tell the story you know without the words and the words just sweeten it that's, right. that's great for me because I'm the guy who pays so much attention to the art that if the art's not spot on, I can't understand what's going on. Yeah, when it, well, a comic just came out a few months ago, the Batman, Batgirl Endgame, that had, I think, two words in the entire book. Really? And it was a full book, and it was one of the best things I've never read. It was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I get it because there weren't there were only two words. Yeah, you get it? I got it now. It took me I've a been, second, but I'm I've on I've been board. cooking that up for a couple months now. Right. Amy, are you into the comics at all? I am, but I'm really behind. Really? So I enjoyed what I read of Kane and Leia. The ongoing Star Wars series, not so much. Vader, though, I really like, but I'm a good two, three issues behind. Okay. Okay. Well, then uh, don't listen to our uh, reviews (laughs) 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 because we're going to catch you up accidentally real quick if you do that. So, okay. What else is going on, Mike? Well, I think it's official now. We're hearing that the second anthology film is going to be a Han Solo flick. Whoa! Huh? Is, is it going to be a heist film? <laughs> <laughs> they're all heist films. Yeah, it's all heist. All of them are heist films. <laughs> Han goes on a heist of one. Uh, just, it's, it's, it's a, it's one a heist. singular one guy heisting. A, a lot of real heisty film. It's a heisty film. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna heist something. Yeah, that's been a point of contention <laughs> of us trying to figure out. Okay, wait, which movie is the heist movie? Like they're all just heist movies. <laughs> Pick one. It's fine. That's fine. Don't worry. So 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 far we've got, of course, Rogue One announced. Um, mm-hmm. That'll be 2016. Um, so now now we're hearing that the the next one, which would be 2018, before yep. that comes out, um, is going to be a Han Solo film. And uh, supposedly we've got our our director all right. Our directors. Um, oh. Producers Phil Lord, Chris Miller, really are set to direct these, and you would know them. 
I guess from Lego Movie. That's yeah. Heard of that? The Lego Movie. You know, <laughs> everything is awesome. <laughs> and I, I and Lando people, was in that. I guess. Follow us on hey, Twitter. Well, the Millennium Falcon was too. Might have seen my tweet that I I said that, you know me thinks this might mean everything might not be awesome. <sighs> yeah. And the reason it's not okay. People love Lego Movie. I know this is very polarizing. The Lego Movie is not something that I usually am in the mood to watch. I don't have the right kind of drugs to <laughs> make my brain able to accept something that insane. Drugs called happiness. Yeah, I don't have a lot of that. Yeah, yeah, you don't have a lot, no. a lot of that. But I mean, my daughter did not enjoy it the first time she watched it. Oh, and, really? Yeah, but the my second, kids loved it. But the second time she did, you uh-huh. know, because she was it's a movie that she saw in the theater, so you know, by association, she wanted sure. to watch it again. Right. And the second time I watched it, I'm like, yeah, I'm, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm lukewarm on this. I'm yeah. lukewarm on this. I don't, you know, it's got some great parts. Sure. But cohesively, I, I didn't feel it. great. Ab- <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of with you, man. I, I don't. I don't think it was in the wheelhouse of those that are are you know. I mean, because to me, a good a good children's flick is one that appeals to both the adults and the kids. Which and, this appealed to a lot of adults. Well, though. it I, did. It did. But I mean, I to me, me. I, yeah. I was well. Okay, uh, that's cool. But I, I'm kind of with I'm kind of with Corey <laughs> no, on this I, one. I, I it really was. Liked it I'm kind of. I was kind of lukewarm with it. So. Really but but it. I'm trying to go. You know what? It was its own thing, its own vein. I don't think it is indicative of what they can do in this other style, this other vein. Well, yeah, this is going to be completely different. So, yeah. so I, I'm, uh, I'm trying not to think maybe, about it very much. Maybe it won't. Well, here's the, here's the thing, too. I mean, <laughs> if it's with not, woo. I mean, <laughs> you guys, Han Solo. <laughs> you guys know how I am with with the main line, you know, with episodes one through six, and mm-hmm. you know, it, with seven through nine, it would be the same way. Um, but these anthology films, I guess I'm just kind of trying to set myself up that these are going to be different. Yeah. You know, we're not going to see the opening text crawl and it's going to be, they're going to be exploring different territory with these. You so know? We, now we've talked in rumors a lot about the possibility of a Han Solo movie, but now that we're hearing that a Han Solo movie is the thing, yeah. I have to ask Amy, yeah, who's playing Han Solo? Oh man, that's, you can't even, I, that's going to be the hardest <laughs> The hardest casting, that casting director has the worst job. I agree. Maybe the best job because he or she is going to get to look at a lot of attractive, (laughs) (laughs) whatever year old men. Um, But picking that person out, there's just so many aspects, not of, you know, because you want, you want him to look like a young Harrison Ford. Right. So many mannerisms that person's going to have to nail to and expressions. Nobody smiles. Nobody smiles a cocky smile like Han Solo. No. No, that kind of lopsided smile, yeah, but then the also grin, like right. smirky brow thing going on, and mm-hmm. yeah, how do you how do you find some? Di- I mean, there was you know rumors way back, or maybe just wishful thinking, where somebody went Bradley Cooper, and you know fans went I'll murder you, and we <laughs> and I the more time I had to think about, it, I'm like you know Bradley Cooper has is probably the closest hot ticket item to have that kind of charm. I but think. I don't know that he's young enough. Yeah, that's right. the thing That's to play thing. Han Solo he's in a not. prequel. Right. I mean, I mean. Yeah, yeah, you could do a suspension of disbelief because he's so much younger than as we currently think of Harrison Ford. But True. yeah, you you're thinking, how much younger are we talking? Well, he here's here's the thing. What? I mean, in in A New Hope, he was around 29 ish. Yeah, um, I think is what they were kind of pointing him off to be. So if we're doing you know a prequel of, of Han Solo, you right. know, we're talking probably a guy who's 21, 22 years old. I would imagine somewhere right? in there, most likely. <laughs> so yeah, Bradley Cooper kind of excludes him, but yeah, you're right. But in I, all fairness, everybody on Beverly Hills 90210 was like in their 60s playing high school <laughs> right. students. True that. True, True that. <laughs> okay, so it. well, here's the other hot ticket item that everybody's talking about: Aaron Paul. 
I, I'm not on board for that at all. I am not I, either. I really like Aaron Paul. Me too. I, I, I mean, on and off screen, I have a tremendous amount of respect for him, but I just, I don't, Han, it is not Han Solo. I don't that's think, all I, can say. It, I don't know that it's going to matter who they say. I think that's going to probably be the answer. Yeah. Well, there's going to be, there's definitely going to be an adjustment for, yeah. you know, expectations no matter what. So, well, here's some of the other um, hopefuls, I guess, uh, that people are talking about. Taryn Edgerton. Uh, age 25 mm-hmm. Ansel oh. Ansel <laughs> was that yeah, a good that or a bad oh. no that's a good one yeah okay. um, let's see Ansel Elgort I think I'm pronouncing that right 21 I, years I'm old I'm finding out that if you're younger than 30 I have no idea yeah who I know are. yeah I'm, I'm apparently <laughs> I got old at some point I should just start watching AMC like my parents and just <laughs> give up I don't know who any of these people are uh, and Nicholas Holt you know Nicholas Holt, though, right? Nick Holt. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. name sounds really familiar. Right. Please. Um, he, plays, in. he plays Beast, right? Yes, in Beast in oh. X-Men, right. He was well the, the, the child actor. Yeah. He's, he's got yeah. the height. Yeah. He's got the height for it. He he <laughs> might be able to pull. Uh, he might be one, because I, I think he's... I wonder if he could just kind of bulk up, just meet up a little bit, and... Eh, yeah, yeah. I like him. So, yeah, they they throw in... Hit the, so, those are three other names they're throwing around, so... Okay. Um, and, the, and there's others, so... But, uh, yeah, interesting... Um, that they're going this route. Uh, it would be real interesting to see who they cast. I, right. And I, geez, I mean, we're still a couple years away. So, mm-hmm. um, and they're, you know, Rogue One is all the hot ticket right now. So I'm, it might be a little while before we hear much more about this. I know but. we're going long here. Can I, uh, can I mention something about Rogue One? When we talked about the rumor of, uh, of the involvement of, um, help me out here, uh, actor. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. The butler. The butler. The butler. Uh-huh. Uh, Alfred? No. Jeremy Irons? <laughs> Benson? Just keep naming people who played Alfred. I'm sure we'll get there eventually. Michael, Michael Caine? Caine? From the movie The Butler. Uh, the Last King of but Scotland. Forrest Whitaker. Whitaker. Yes, thank you. Um, I And I was cold to that at first because I feel that Forrest Whitaker has been in a lot of movies that I would call super serious. Meaning movies that are so intently serious that they insist upon themselves, right? The Family Guy quote. Well, that's what they're kind of talking about. Rogue One might be. Yeah, well, war movie. Yeah. It's well, I, I sat down and watched The Butler as a result of that conversation. Okay. And, and the 20% of it that's actually about him, which is a little bit of an exaggeration on my part, but the movie is very much about his son, the character of uh, the butler's son. We're just going to, I'm just going to call him The Butler like that's the actual character name. Okay, anyway, right. Uh, I really liked Forrest Whitaker in that movie a lot. Really? And because he played a wide range, he was, you know, a guy that came from humble beginnings that went into this station and, you know, was there his whole life. And like, there were a lot of ups and downs, you know, Oprah played his wife and they had like scenes where they're like, all right, let's bust the move. And, and all this stuff and like literally getting on like their disco dancing garb. And it was like, it was really, really human. Yeah. And I liked that a lot. The movie Overall, I wouldn't classify that way, but the the way the character was done, and I was like, okay, yeah, I, I need to come back around. I liked Forrest Whitaker when he was younger. I still like him. I still I, like uh, him. I, I, I question whether he's going to have a, a, a large role in that film. I, I see him as more leadership and yeah, kind of behind the scenes. most likely you would but, think uh, that's sort of like a, sort of like a, a pseudo puppet mastery right. style of thing, right. or, you know, the leader of the group or something. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I just wanted to get that off my chest. I'm doing a little bit of a reversal on what I said previously. <laughs> so uh, what else is going on? Well, Wait, can I ask a quick question? Please. Do you guys think that the Han Solo movie is what Josh Trank was working on? Or do you think he was working on something else? And then after that fell apart, they said, well, let's move this up. I think it has to be That's Han Solo, question. right? I mean, because Rogue One was the one that was in the works and they've announced it. 
Um, you think, well, I mean, I, the question is, was Josh Trank just wanting to do something completely different? Or was different? it the bounty hunter thing? Because that's still out there, too. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because I'm like, they seem to be hunting down specific types of directors for, you know, to match them with certain kinds of stories. And I don't know that Josh Trank and, you know, these guys, uh, I always get their last names mixed up. So let's just yeah. call them Bill and Chris would be this, you know, direct the same kind of story or right. are suited for the same kind of story. So uh, it seems entirely possible. Josh Trank doesn't seem to uh, doesn't seem to be the kind of director to do something that wouldn't have to be as. I mean, a Han Solo movie's got to be lighthearted and humorous to some extent, right? Right. Even right. even if it has its heavy moments, it's got to be. And what do we have from him? We've it's got to <laughs> be, you know, it's got to be more more Dean Martin than Frank Sinatra. You know, it's right. got to have a, more of that kind of like goofy charm to it, that antihero seat of the pants kind of stuff. And that doesn't seem to be Trank well, style. Maybe Trank. that maybe it was the bounty hunter thing that he was working or on, or it then. could have been something completely different, like Sammy Davis yeah. Jr. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It could have been Sammy D. <laughs> he could have been working on the Sammy D of Star Wars. Yeah. You know? Josh Trank, I mean, we've talked about him a little bit. I, I think our kind of general impression of him was, you know, that he was the kind of guy that kind of wanted to take a known franchise and do his own thing with it. And that doesn't fit, I think, the mold of Star Wars very well. I think Star Wars fits yeah. in a certain template. And uh, I'm not sure that or he was different a good parts fit of Star Wars may fit different templates because remember right. we're branching out well now. i mean from what we've seen we haven't seen fantastic four yet but uh you know that's the the big one that's coming out that he's he's done and which is already very polarizing uh, very very yeah. and just from the trailer and uh you know is he one of those guys that's just a little too serious about things and well, no. you know and trying to trying to really tread you know make his own path you know through a known quantity and i'm not sure that Star Wars is the place to do that. Well, I don't every, you don't have to worry about it now. Nope. But the, uh, I mean, I think we'll see after Fantastic Four happens and what the response is and how he reacts to it. We'll see. But but he's no longer a part of the game here. So yeah. So good luck to Josh Strang. <laughs> Journey to the Force Awakens. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. So uh, we've got uh, uh, kind of more of an official announcement this past week. We, we, we talked about this in our last newscast. Right. We talked about this. I don't know if it's a subtitle or, you know, what is it? But it's essentially a group of media that are, are going to be, you know, released um, that essentially lead us up to The Force Awakens, right? So, and this includes books, novels, comics. It's going to um, take us comics. on to a journey. It will take us on a journey. Force Force yes, Force. yes. Thank you, Howie. <laughs> Just in case you didn't get that. Right. So, but there's, <laughs> we've uh, actually got some more announcements. They've got some titles released now, um, including the the Aftermath books, which uh, I say books plural now, because at first we thought it was just going to be a novel post Return of the Jedi. This is actually going to be a trilogy of books Yeah, um, that are going to be, again, post Return of the Jedi that kind of fill in the gaps between Return of the Jedi really and The Force Awakens. To these. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's I like a 25. 25 book or comic series. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that's going to go in here. So yeah, yeah. this is, the, this is the new Canon yeah, guys. I, I still mean, can't this stand is the phrase journey to the force. For I know. But other than yes. that, yes. Yeah, <laughs> and it's going to be plastered all yeah. over everything. Beyond dude. that for me, I am so excited to look, find and read about star Wars beyond uh, something that I already kind of know the outcome well, look, of. Now we have got this whole shelf of <laughs> yeah. novels lined yes. up chronologically. Yeah, I and know. If you want the abridged okay. versions, I've got the West End role-playing books. They probably don't make audible <laughs> books for those. 
<laughs> yeah, here's the thing. See, see how he's how he's the guy, you know, the Johnny come lately to this. So he loves the fact that there's all this <laughs> new, new stuff. New he's town. like, sweet. Yeah. And here's here's you know, me and Corey and Garrick who are twenty yeah, years like invested in this yeah. crap. Yeah. Yeah. I like yeah. both, man. Yeah. I'm on I'm on the bandwagon. <laughs> no, with it's more you and me, Mike, who are just yeah, kind of like, yeah, this is good. This is you good. Guys, and then lopsided smile. You guys True. have the uh, you know hurt yeah. feelings of the whole thing. Yeah, the, I'm the still the novels have been fantastic. It's not hurt feelings. It's just kind of. It's like I'm accepting it through like a strainer, right? And basically, you and Garrick are my strainer. <laughs> and, and I'm like, I'm like, yeah, yeah, well, okay, we're good, we're good, everything's good, everything's fine. I but think, I'm, I have not, you know, I'm standing on the step at the edge of the pool. I've not swam into the deep I end. Think, Guys, I think part of it, though, is, like I was uh, saying earlier, the books that have come out have been. I already know the outcome. Yeah, you know, I right. know Vader lives. Uh, what he Whoa, lived at the end of this book i know it's amazing <laughs> I'm but glad i'm illiterate but uh, you know it's it's yeah dooku lives i know this uh so you know it's it's fun to read the stories they're good stories um but i'm really excited about the new stuff where yeah, i sure. may not know the outcome yeah right right sure. and that's kind of i think maybe the tipping point that I'm waiting for is when when I can dive into something with that I am taking in completely. Maybe care about it a little bit. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, for me, it's it's a combination of having invest. I mean, dude, the novels for the old legends. I mean, that's a hundred novels, man. I know. And I've read most of them. There's and, a lot of them right there. <laughs> right. I'm pointing at them right there. So I think I think I'm still just like, oh man, do I want to reinvest? You know, I don't know. And yeah. I, I'm not there yet. Well, then, then the, the answer other, is you will. Uh, maybe. Most. But likely. see, the other side You're of right. this is. Simply that I'm older and I've got kids and I've got other responsibilities. Yeah, now. I run my own business. Yeah, so I used to I used to buy a book and then just take the next One two days to exactly. maybe go to work, right? <laughs> yeah, and then just not read. so much now. It just sounds so. like excuses to me. That's is that all what it is. Like. You're yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. You're right. I need a letter to my wife, please, if you could sign it. <laughs> <laughs> that would be fine. I just Thank need you. more time. I just yeah. need more time. So anyway, I'm not going to go into too much about the 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 titles here. Go to betterkind.com and check out the show notes, and you can see the list of. Uh, all of the new titles that are going to be part of this. Anything uh, that stands out to anybody? As, uh, as anybody? Do you I, have I think Aftermath, no, I, I don't, Aftermath I don't. is going to be the big one. I think that's they really going to be... excerpt from Aftermath recently, and it was really good. Really? Was really I mean, that's going to be, that's yes. going to be the new Zon trilogy of, oh, of, yeah. the new, of the new canon. Yeah, the, the so, next step. Is he writing that? Right. <laughs> no, Zon is not. Chuck Wendig is writing them. Yeah, right, Chuck Wendig, right. Okay. That is a very good thing. He's a yes. great writer. I'm not familiar with his work. What's what's some of the stuff? Has he done things that we might know? Yeah, he's he has a trilogy. Uh, I think it's a trilogy called The Blue Blazes. That's a great like kind of supernatural book um, cool. about kind of this mobster underground scene and a book called Blackbirds, which is great. And other books I'm not remembering the name of, but he has a really sharp, edgy, fun writing style. Cool. Can I drop? Should, a, can I drop? Should, oh, go ahead, Gary. Oh, oh, I was to say you should follow him on Twitter because his He's tweets hilarious. are great. <laughs> so great. Can I drop a what if on you guys? No. What if Jim Butcher <laughs> wrote a Star Wars novel? That would be awesome. <laughs> he should write a, a Star Wars novel. The only right? problem is he's you know we're, it's going to take him It'll up take until him the away. age of one hundred and seventy-two yeah. to finish the Dresden Files. So I think uh, I think one of these one of the ones that are coming out is the ships of the galaxy. I love getting little books about <laughs> oh, the yeah. ships and things yeah. like that. Encyclopedias. Yeah. Incredible cross-sections. That's my dream one day is to write a a one of those like reference books. <laughs> oh, yes. Really? That's, See, that's the those. difference between you and I. My dream is to use one of those books to actually build one. 
and then just I sit in it lower. and make noises with my mouth. My dream is to write excerpts for Netflix shows because this guy's, if you've read some of those, they're awesome. Oh, they're hilarious. Is it like the, the Amazon reviews? The dream job. Yeah. Well, you could tell they're having fun with what they're doing on some of these. Man, I need to I need to find a list. Yeah, I was going to say, I yeah. need to go back and read. Anyhow, we're going kind of long. We've we got are. several more news items, but I think yeah. we're going to, I think we're going to hold off. Yeah, let's just tie them up. Next, yep. next episode, uh, which means that it's time for the Porkins Bite of the Week. Yeah! Again? <laughs> always, my friend, always. That was like in rhythm, too. <laughs> I know. I've been practicing. Did you know that the Lady Thibble Danning, who was also the one what was in the Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, was originally going to be in the Phantom Menace as a sexy witch that would seduce Anakin Skywalker to what? the dark side? Ooh. Also, she married a Steven Spielberg. Whoa. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> oh, yeah. Huh. If you have questions, you have to ask him before he runs back upstairs. I, That's the rule. Uh, you gotta, yeah, you got to get him out. You got to get him out before he's gone. I know her. Yeah, she's the blonde What's in Temple of Doom. Lumiera? Right? Yeah, yeah, Lumiera, yeah. maybe? Or? I have no idea. But, uh, Asajj Ventress? Some he... type of some type of uh, character. That's that weird. The, so the Phantom Menace draft. Phantom Menace not uh, didn't always include a, a young Anakin Skywalker. Well, I don't then, know. Huh? Eventually, could mean that maybe in subsequent movies thereafter. Who knows if it would have happened in that actual film? Gotcha. But she could have been introduced there. But yeah, mm, interesting. Yeah, yeah. So interesting. The more you know, which means it's time for the toy report. Oh yeah, that's me. Yeah, Garrick. Your turn, <laughs> buddy. I'll try not to mess it up again. You might have to share some stage. We've got a, a, a toy enthusiast that rivals your own, if not more so. I know, and she's actually seen some of the things I'm about to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> Amy. Yes. So, I so think you, she knew you were referring to her. I did okay. pick up on that. Thanks, Gary. Okay. Yeah. Thanks for the clarification. clarification. Yeah, Mike didn't know. Mike didn't I was know. like, what? <laughs> Sorry. Like, who is she talking about? <laughs> <laughs> so you mentioned uh, the Hasbro announcements coming out in these black Series six inch, which we're all a fan of on this podcast. Got my, yes. I got my Greedo. You got finally. Greedo finally. Uh, I got my Greedo. I waited Discount a long time, file. and then I was walking out of Meyer, literally walking toward the door, and he was on the clearance rack. What? Five bucks off. Got you my Greedo. Me. Finally, that's happened. the only one you can find oh, now. Nice. He's everywhere, but I've just been putting it off so long, and then suddenly he wasn't anywhere. I got him in the two pack with Han at the cantina scene. Well so. Guys, well I just saw at Target. Target, they've got um, they've got the biker scout on the biker, the speeder bike. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Twenty five bucks, man. That's yeah. normally forty bucks. Yeah. That's Ooh. a steal. So anyway, as well as these go, that's a steal. <laughs> as these go, yeah. Uh, right. San Diego Comic Con has a few more of these. Oh, oh yeah. So I'm just gonna go through what? this list here real quick, and then maybe we can discuss them. So they've announced the six inch series, uh, Django Fett. Yes. Mm. The, All right. Uh, clone daddy of Boba Fett, of course. A uh, Kanan Jarrus from Rebels. A that now they said Ahsoka Tano was she, she was announced at uh, New York. Uh, what was a toy fair? But they showed actually done up painted model. Yeah, the, of, instead of the white cast right, one. Instead from of just yeah the regular model. They also had Luke Farm Boy Episode Four, nice. and the results came in for the fans. <gasps> and, oh, fingers crossed, fingers crossed. And, Sabine, Sabine, Sabine. I know this is a big surprise. Darth Revan. It's Revan. Of course it is. That's because that's who you all voted for. But, but, I did. Because but, I didn't know back then that I'd want Sabine so bad. Our, I know. I'm disappointed. I our want merciful Sabine. overlords Hasbro have decided to throw us a bone, and they are also <gasps> going to make the Sabine Wren action. <gasps> they are? Yeah. 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 All around. Yes. Ow. That's what we were hoping for. 
with two heads. So you yes, have that's, right. that's what we yeah, like, that's what we heard. Yeah, yeah. mounted and on one Dave body. Filo- Dave Filoni has has promised <laughs> yeah, to to make a nice each shoulder pauldron. Yeah. <laughs> Filoni has uh, promised to what make a nice likeness for uh, yeah, the, the like realistic that. version. And that's what I wanted to ask. I've not seen pictures of these yet. So Amy, you saw the Kanan. Yes. What? Yeah, I saw the Kanan and Ahsoka. Uh, so, are they done up to look realistic, or are they styled to look like rebels? Um, I'm looking at my pictures because they look good. I, yeah. That much yeah. I remember. Because like, I'm not always super impressed with how Hasbro's like the way they capture the likenesses. Yeah, especially from like the Clone Wars. It's I, I've never been real enthusiastic about those action figures. I'm just kind of like, I was like, I'm okay. Go style them in the costumes and stuff like that. But I still want them to look like people. Yeah. Not no, they actually character. do. They, do they? They, they look like people. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Ahsoka looks as much like people as a, you know, as her character can. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's more people rather than stylized cartoony. The, the three and three quarter inch ones, I think are a little more, you know, rebel style. Right. Right. Yeah. Which I think yeah, I, I expect. Yeah. yeah. Have to be right. So and, yeah, and the yeah the Kanan Jarrus, I've seen like high res pictures of it, and yeah, yeah it looks awesome. Looks you know cool. the cool yeah. thing about yeah. this is I'm finally gonna get a Revan on my shelf. Yeah, and uh, I'm gonna get Sabine. That's awesome. welcome to the club. And Consarnet, where's my Hera? Anything? I know. We're still waiting. <laughs> they had a they had a two pack that waiting. came out, but it the paint job. I want a yeah. I want a two pack of Boba Fett and Sabine. Oh, okay. you want the Mando two pack? Yeah. 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 No, let's do Sabine and Bo Katan. Ooh. Wow. How about right. that? Mm. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> I just want a chopper that doesn't cost just, 60 bucks. <laughs> I still haven't got a chopper because of that reason. It makes me sad. Yeah. I know. I've, got my, I've got my little plush chopper that I got on clearance for five bucks. I've got, actually, I've got a little plush Ezra. Uh, Inquisitor, Kanan, Chopper, and now Zeb. That's, because they made nice. none of the females in the plush. And I'm like, well, come oh. on. They're, they're <laughs> no, plush characters. I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah, what what possible argument could you make, Hasbro or whoever? Stupid ones. Yeah, indeed. Yeah. So anyway, hopefully at some point those will show up. But the fact that the ones we got were on clearance made me not real hopeful. That yeah, we'd see more of them. And but. speaking of the three and three fourths inch ones, they also announced the uh, Rebel season two male Inquisitor, which I guess he doesn't have a name yet. And <laughs> but uh, then so- wait a minute, what was the Inquisitor we had before? <laughs> oh, that was season uh, one male inquisitor. That was inquisitor one. Oh, now we're on inquisitor two. two. Rebels male inquisitor. I think it's inquisitor two or three, isn't it? Yeah, uh, we have two that we saw two. that we saw in the trailer, yeah. right? And then there's yeah. uh, they also announced the season two Rebels. Captain Rex, old man Rex. Yes, really. Awesome. Yes, yeah. Did you didn't see that from the video. No, I did not. You need to go. You I did. You just don't remember. I must we have talked about. You this. need to go back and watch. It's in the trailer. They actually meet up with Captain Rex. And oh well, yeah. All... No, yeah. In the. In oh the, yeah. Spoilers. Oh, yeah. Right. Okay. Right. No, I saw the the season. <laughs> it's trailer, in a right. trailer. It's not a spoiler. Yes. 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 Uh, yeah. And and the biggest thing. I mean, not necessarily news wise, but literally the largest thing they announced. Was uh, the t- the Force Awakens you know, elite pilot and Tie Fighter set? Yes. Oh my gosh! <laughs> now, this, yes. is on, this is going to be on the six inch scale. We so have to get fighter. one for no, this. No, no, no. Three and three quarters, wasn't it? Isn't <laughs> no. it? Three, it's six no. inch scale. Six inch oh my gosh! Scale. It yeah. is it huge. Is, it is as tall as I am, and I am not a tall man, but I am a man. <laughs> and I do not qualify as you know as less than average height. So it's a, even it's though a, I am less than average. It's a Tie Fighter as big as your head. Is that yeah. what you're no. saying? No, no, as big as your the, body. The ball, maybe the the ball is as big as my head. It's twenty six 
inches tall. <laughs> okay, I'm technically taller than 26 inches. <laughs> not, so by they, much. not by much. So but. that thing is gigantic. When they were holding it up in the That's panel, awesome. I'm like, how does his arms not <laughs> get so tired? Cool. This thing's huge. It is monstrous. <laughs> how do you put that anywhere other than suspended from a ceiling? I, I know. I, I don't yeah. have. Room Why wouldn't for it. you not put it suspended from a you ceiling? You have to park it in the garage, man. <laughs> because your your eight year old's like jumping up underneath it, going. <laughs> Why would you let your eight year old play with it? You're, you have a good point. Oh. You have a good of point. Course, Why do they put these in toy stores? I don't, I don't understand it. Of course, in true Hasbro fashion, they set the price tag that you have to sell a kidney to achieve. Yeah. At, uh, of course. $169. Oh, that's not as bad as I thought oh. it would be. Houses. That is yeah. as bad as I thought it would it's be. It's still going to be made of. I thought it would be like 300 It's still going to be made of plastic. It's not like yeah. the thing's going to be die cast. Yeah, right? but a right. lot of plastic. That's true. I don't know. For $169, a hyperdrive better work on that. (laughs) It doesn't have a hyperdrive. It's a TIE fighter. (sighs) I doubt that it'll be able to fly this around the living room or something. (laughs) Or at least I should be able to hit a button and it goes... <laughs> it, it, I mean, it doesn't have sound effects. Doesn't have. <laughs> doesn't I'm having have a little light. fun with my soundboard tonight. Amy. I don't. I don't Pay even no think it has a display stand, or at least they haven't announced one. So I, I, I don't know. Yeah. I guess you just sit it on your shelf, like Put that, it, like, on the floor. Case you can. You, it's obvious that you know. Hey, Tie Fighters got you know hexagonal wings. It can just stand <laughs> up. But I'm like, no, no, no it's got to be those flying. Are, those are fragile little angels. You leave those alone. <laughs> it needs a a nice acrylic. Stand to sell. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh man. And actually, I cringe every time in Rebels a Tie Fighter just lands, <laughs> and it's happened a few times. I'm always like, No, don't! Oh, oh. you're gonna scuff everything up. <laughs> oh, what are you thinking? I can't believe they took it out of the package. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, speaking of a uh, Black Series, yeah, uh, action figures. They have parents furious. Furious, I tell you. I heard about this. <laughs> they are furious. They are riding in the streets with pitchforks. In Philadelphia, they're lining in up. Philadelphia, yes. burning down targets because. Well, that, but well, that doesn't technically have anything to do with Star Wars. That's just another day in Philadelphia. I would have yeah. to say this is probably the worst six-inch figure that they've made. Yeah, it I, is. I, yeah. It is. Let's get there. But yeah, yeah, this this news I'm sure we've all heard so of. That's what I'm all curious. around the the uh, Star Wars underweb. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to sound cool. That sucked. But anyway, <laughs> as long as you call yourself out on it, then it's fine. Yeah. Then everything's smooth you sailing. Saving you the trouble. But uh, <laughs> apparently, some guy uh, by name of Fred Hill. I guess we can say. <laughs> Do you Let's have his, you have his address and his Twitter handle and right yeah, email? Apparently, he walked into a Target and was walking down the toy aisle and saw the six-inch Black Series Leia and Slave Leia. Oh, outfit. they did and, that, which yeah. I believe is just called Slave Leia, <laughs> yes. which is how we commonly refer to yes. right. And he said this is very inappropriate. He got he has two daughters, and they don't need to be looking at that stuff because <laughs> he was looking at it. And well, you know. <laughs> She's got a chain and, uh, around her neck. She's yeah. very scantily oh clad. He was blushing yeah. about this uh, extruded piece of plastic. So, buy <laughs> <laughs> me that useless piece of plastic. And, and like how he said, "Yeah, I'm offended also by this figure, and it's not the same way he's offended." Yeah, right, now. exactly. Right. It was a horrible idea to even make a, a figure uh, this articulated yeah. that has uh, no clothes. It's all skin, armor. right? Yeah, <laughs> it just and, doesn't and, look uh, nice. It Make another Leia that, like, if you're gonna, when you're going to do Black Series, I think that was the first Leia they, they released. And it's like, really, yes. you're, yeah. you're going to go with the metal bikini? Like, yep. really? <laughs> yep. And on top of that, it's a horrible sculpt. Her face it is. Looks- 
thoughtful. You know, yeah. they oh, have yeah. over yeah. at Hasbro, they have dollar signs tattooed on their eye, <laughs> on their eyelids, so that they don't have to have the cartoon thing. Already they actually, guys. when they blink, mm. it's just dollar yeah. signs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, anytime I go to a Target, that's what's warming the pegs right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah right, exactly. Like, that's the one that's left, and that's <laughs> where the, that's where the people yep. are speaking. Because let's also remind everyone, Target is not a store that is aimed at the male demographic. <laughs> True. And here, okay, here's the thing. Here's my I mean, it's not exclusive, but it no. is definitely that's Target. Right. Is I mean, that's why they it's used to do targeted. The, they used to do the thank you. They used to do the Target Great Land <laughs> yeah. as as uh, to be a more a more male oriented, you know, to kind of like spread the wealth. But Target overall is overwhelmingly female clientele. I'll, I'll confirm that this week. I, I always have to tell <laughs> my <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, yeah, it's, it's <laughs> anecdotal. Like, but boots on the ground. Boots on no, the ground. I, I seriously, me when I go out, I'm I like, okay. I just got to pop into Walmart, right? Yeah. This this week I had to, okay, I had to tell myself as I'm driving out, you know, out uh, west here in Fort Wayne, I'm like, okay, I need okay, I have to go to Target. I have to go to I had to tell myself over and over to go yeah. to Target to get there. Yeah. So, yes, you're right. No, yeah, I I I don't like going to Target <laughs> at all because I don't even understand the format of the store. My It's like going to Joanne. I love Target. If I have to go into Joanne Fabrics, I, you, would, I am, you would. I am lost. I go to Michael's, I'm fine. They have exclusive <laughs> Star I go to Wars. Joanne Fabrics, and I'm like, oh, this <laughs> isn't meant for me. That's because, no, Joanne Fabrics is a disaster. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but Target, Thank however, Thank I was you. there before this podcast, and I loved them. I was like, I'm just wandering around. Like, mm-hmm. I have my grocery list, but I'm like, I'm just. Wondering. I'm good with Target. I'm good. Yeah. I just, it's not my first. It's not my Actually, first, first thought. It's, it's just not. It's funny. She, it's funny you should mention that because I was at Target earlier doing some investigative reporting. You were uh, hunting Collector X. Yes. Were you trying to <laughs> hunt I was, him down? I was looking down this aisle and I'm saying a bunch of Greedos, of course, and a few uh, masks of the Inquisitor or whatever. Yeah. I'm like, wait a minute, what's this? It's a junkyard dog action figure. No. JYD, man. Yes. JYD. Yes. You know those little... Uh, Did they have Hacksaw Jim Duggan's important asking for a friend? They had the little uh, wrestling dollies or whatever they're called. Wrestling, wrestling dollies. dollies. I'm sure that, that's that what they're called. Fight. Wrestling. <laughs> but this dude, okay, he was just wearing some you know, trunks yeah. and he was carrying a chain. I mean, where's the outrage on that? That's ridiculous. Thank you. Oh, Thank you. Did he, have yes. a, did he have the sunglasses on at least? <laughs> no, I think this is a new junkyard dog. I don't keep it. What? <laughs> How do you, you can't another, remake yeah. a wrestler no, unless no, 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 it's Sting no, no, because no, no, no. he wears the... I don't know anything about yeah. wrestling. But, but long really story <laughs> short, uh, this news report uh, from a Fox affiliate out of Philadelphia is right. just shoddy because they're going around pe- asking people, okay, look, it says four plus on this. Would hey, you give this to your local news is not shoddy. <laughs> it's a treasure to all of us. And, and I'm yelling yeah, right. at the screen. I'm like, four plus is not a content rating system. That is a safety rating system. <laughs> that means your Thank four-year-old you. yes. may or may not be dumb enough to swallow this or not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Your three-year-old definitely will swallow it. So don't get to them. <laughs> Yeah, but I, I just you know it's just it's just people just don't understand toys sometimes, and it just, no, they don't. It really bugs me. But yeah. you know, I, I I as I read this, of course, you know, my initial thought this is ridiculous. But then I'm like, okay, hold on. In today's day and age, let's say I've not paid any attention to toys. Let's say I grew up and my parents actually had made me go outside. Let's say that was a thing. Okay. <laughs> okay. And and now in here a in this day and age, fictional world. Okay, uh, go ahead. Yeah, where I don't know every line from every episode of every sitcom that okay. aired in the eighties. Right. Um. And okay, so here I am now, an adult ish, with a four year old daughter. Okay. Which I have, so I can identify with okay, that. Okay. Yeah. And I walk into a, a toy aisle and see a woman with a chain around her neck with almost no clothes on, called slave whatever. Okay. <laughs> I think I would immediately go. What the heck? 
<laughs> you know, it's like I mean, I don't even like Bratz toys. You know, I'm yeah, which right. my you know my daughter's all like, I want Monster High, and I'm like, well, tough love. <laughs> I want a Corvette, not happening. But <laughs> you know, which is how I talk to my four year old. Well, those are on clearance at Target. <laughs> oh, I'm going to Target, boys. <laughs> it's on Corvettes or Monster High. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. Well, definitely Monster High. But yeah, it's 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 just I can see where if you were completely somehow sheltered. But he said that his girls already collected Star Wars stuff. They they were into so Star, Wars then, Star Wars. Uh, yeah. I was gonna say then they watch Return of the Jedi and they know that scene and it's not a big deal, right? But is that <laughs> enough to know? I mean, you I see lots know. of things in movies that aren't they don't necessarily make a toy out of yeah. because that's not a scene that is toy appropriate. You know, I, I mean, know. what it if seems- okay? Hey, my kids really like the Avengers sequel. I want to go pick up the oh, what is this toy where Quicksilver is just riddled with bullets and bleeding all over? It, yeah. It's not something. <laughs> spoiler. Wait, it's not that, something that you expect. That exists. <laughs> <laughs> But it's, yeah. I mean, there are certain things well, you just don't expect yeah. to see is on the a, toy. Is that a build a fair point? Yeah. I, and and, and it's, but, it's disappointing that that was the first Leia that they came out it with. Was, that but, is, I mean, that's, that's, yeah, right. Yeah, that, that's. No, they, but, they've recently come out with a, a, a Bausch. It, that looks awesome. Yeah, right. guys, yeah. Which is a lot better. And I think they were kind of making that up. That one's got to go in my collection. Yeah, that that's awesome. In fact, I'm buying it right now. The okay, funny thing Amazon, is, is, is I get like what you're. Bucks. <laughs> I get where you're saying, Corey, but I guess I'm just so benign to it now because I've we've been steeped in it. Uh, yeah, right. Well, been, for so we've long, been so in right. this, we've been stewing in this for a long, long time. Right. But yeah, I, I just I know how sensitive I am about some of the toys that my daughter has. Sure, right. Some of her friends are way crazy into Monster High, and I'm like, this is, and I just I look at the dolls and I'm like, this is just Bratz Light. You know, and I don't, I don't like the, I don't like the feel of it. I don't like the, the, you know, they're all, you know, wearing like the trendy clothes that are all real tight and cropped and all that stuff. And I'm just like, eh, you don't need that right now, kid. Sorry. Yeah. What I want to do is I want to do it like a reality show where I take this guy to like an anime convention to the vendor hall <laughs> and just kind of oh. film his reaction to everything. <laughs> right. Where's that tentacle go? Oh my. <laughs> oh, heavens. Yeah. Oh, I don't. Uh, you could just you could make a reality show and just take me there. Because because if he's blushing Ooh. at this, I I don't know what will happen. His head will explode. <laughs> I think I'd, you'd have to drag me around in a cart because I'd be just crying the whole time. So that's true. Anyhow, do we have anything else going on in toys? Uh, no, that's it. Um, that's all I well got right now. Just cutting it short. Cool, cool. That's yep. fair enough. Fair enough. Hey, yep. uh, well, then that means that listeners, I want to thank you for having joined us for another rousing episode. Please remember to follow us on Twitter at FlyCasual1138, where Steve Powell, foreign correspondent in the UK, is uh, cultivating a wealth of knowledge and, of course, engaging everyone as are we. So please follow us, take part in the conversation, and we would really love that. Jump on Facebook, like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash running out of air. Fly casual podcast and Amy, uh, what's the uh, what's the Twitter handle there so that people can look you up? Amy underscore geek. Amy underscore geek. So yes, follow Amy of course, and you can keep track of everything that she's. Uh, up Amy to. has a website though too, right? Geek with curves. Yes, I do. Yep. Okay, there you cool. Go. Anywhere else you want to send them? Those two are good. Okay. All right. <laughs> so please do that. And of course, Amy, thank you so much for coming back. We really, really appreciate it. We thought after the first time it was that was it. It was over. <laughs> no, you guys are it's so much fun. I I'm, have I just 
grinning from ear to ear. So I'm thrilled. Awesome. I'm absolutely thrilled. And of course, you are welcome back anytime. That is an active, not passive invitation. So, and I'll just make Howie harass you some more for whenever. Yeah, well, and, you just, and just you guys too work out the uh, camping schedule. You know, yeah. Like <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. I'll actually just go to work, get my vacation schedule, and then just CC Amy on. Board it yeah. right over. Yeah, yeah. yeah that'd be good. We'll work that'd it out. Great. It'll be fine. Uh, also, Amy, I've got a dentist appointment coming up next week, so I need to knock off round three. Is that cool? Yes. All right. Fine. All right. Now I feel guilty about it. Great. Great. Now I'm going to be panicking going on in my performance reviews. Uh, Corey. Oh, but thank you everybody uh, for joining us and please jump on iTunes, Stitcher, wherever you get podcasts. And of course, uh, give us a nice little review. Tell us your honest opinion. We like to hear it and we like feedback because we like giving you guys what you want to hear. So anybody have any parting shots they want to fire? Uh, I love just throwing you guys on the spot yeah, like that. Thanks, man. Just completely disobeying all that, all the, that year of uh, of improv training. <laughs> Once again, uh, betterkind.com. Check out the show notes. We, Absolutely. we need you there. You want to see more about what we've been talking about? They'll have the whole rundown of everything we talked about, plus links so you can read some more. So, hey. Rate us. Did we tell them to rate us? Yeah, we did. Okay. Now you, you right. just start going through the list. I'm just trying, it. man. But didn't you like... <laughs> <laughs> there, there was a thing that they were going to get if they we got so many. Oh, that's yes. true. We are looking to. I had forgotten. Thank you very much. You're welcome. There we, go. we are looking to get up. We want a hundred reviews on iTunes. We're setting a what we think is a sadly lofty goal. So uh, because people don't often rate, you know, it's not built into us ingrained. I, I do it all the time. I uh, absorb uh, podcasts and I don't rate them. But we want to get a hundred rates on iTunes. So go out and rate us. And when we get a hundred rates, we will provide another episode of This Imperial Life from Galactic Public Radio. Uh, <laughs> which Amy, you might be unfamiliar with that, but we've been up to some shenanigans. What can I say? Uh, so <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. But uh, we got a lot of positive feedback about the first one, so I'm sure we can dig up another once we get to a hundred uh, reviews. So please go out, phone a friend. Uh, you know, hassle your mom, you know, call in some debts, threaten some people, but lightly, gently, not anything that'll get into legal trouble. Maybe a little legal trouble, but not anything that'll come back to us. So, all right. In the meantime, <laughs> we're going to tie this one off. We'll be back next week with reviews and rumors. So please, ladies and gentlemen, we are jelly. Hey, you hit the music this time. Nice. I almost hit the intro music. Good job. Good job. Good job.